Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome. You're listening to the Golf Under Par podcast. As the title suggests, on the Gov, we talk about all things relating to golf performance, so you can golf under par. While listening, you'll hear discussion on all facets of golf, physical, mental, and whatever else will make you a better golfer. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy McCullough. I'm a golfer myself, as well as a physical therapist and strength coach. Let's take this journey together to golf under par. Thank you for listening. Now let's dive in. We're talking about progressing our strength training even when we're at home. So how can we progress even though we don't have all the other equipment that we we might have if we go to a gym regularly that we're used to having you know, for those that were in a consistent training program, okay? There's a variety of options that we have for making adjustments and to create that progression or to make that challenge because that's really what we're looking for is a challenge, right? We want to challenge our, our muscles that is what is going to make the change or make the adaptation that we're looking for, which for most of us is to get stronger or create hypertrophy. That's just the scientific term of making bigger muscles, right? So creating hypertrophy is about getting to a level of fatigue with your muscles, all right? That will then release chemicals, hormones, in the body that then cause the production of the properties for building muscle. Right, so that's what it really comes down to. That's why it's important. That's why we want to know how do we get this progression or how do we challenge our muscles still at home when we may not have all the equipment that we would have at a gym. So you got the obvious things that you can do is changing your sets and reps, right? Say you're doing, we'll just stick with bicep curls because it's a simple, everybody knows what bicep curls are. I'm not saying that those are the best things in the world, but they do make your guns look good, right? So we can, if you're doing three sets of 10 of those, you can add a fourth set. That would be a progression. That's super simple way. Most people understand that as being a progression. Your other option is changing the reps. If you're doing, going from three sets of 10, now you can start doing three sets of 12 or three sets of 15. That's a progression, right? Super simple way, and you can play with those. Usually, I always say you start ramping up the reps a little bit on on the sets, on those on the sets, and then you can drop down and add a set, right, with that exact same weight. Okay, that will be their progression. That's a simple way of starting that progression of just using the same weight and changing your your reps and set scheme. Okay, now let's say you get to the point where you don't have any more weight, right? Let's say you only have a 20 pound dumbbell or a kettlebell or something like that at home. And so how do you progress that still? Right. Um, Oh, then we get into different things where we can change up the position that we're in, or maybe even change up tempo. First, let's talk position. Okay. The position. So if we go into talking about like a push up, 
we could change our position by making something easier by having an elevated position where our hands are above our feet, right? That would make it easier. That changes the position, challenge on the muscle. It changes a little bit on which part of the muscle is having to perform the activity, all right? So if we go our hands up onto a coffee bench, it's going to target a slightly different muscles. Now, if we do the vice, vice versa of that, where our feet are above the hands, that changes it and makes it a little more challenging. It allows maybe a little bit more depth into, into that push-up than you might have gotten on the other way with the hands being elevated, okay? It puts a little bit more, more weight onto the hands when your feet are elevated, creating more of a, an effect from gravity that you have to resist. Okay, so you just basically essentially increase your weight that you're moving, at least from a perspective to the hands and the upper body. Okay. Other things you can do is you can change, go still sticking with the, the push-up position, you can change your hand position. You can widen your hands, you can make them a little bit more narrow. That's going to change the effect of what muscles have to kind of kick in. So essentially all it's doing is giving those muscles a slightly different variation of the same exercise. So that is a way to challenge your muscles to do the same activity that it's been doing just in a slightly different way, which presents a new challenge. Again, progression is all about challenging the muscles. So maybe you're kicking a different portion of the muscle, or maybe you're having to kick a little bit more of the stabilizer muscles in when you narrow your, your position. And this works for standing, you know, squats and lunges and, and those kinds of things. And it also works for, you know, upper body stuff as well. Even if, even if you're not, we're not talking push-up, we're talking like, uh, let's say a pull-up, right? You go into a pull-up, you can change your position on that. And that will, that will affect how your muscles have to work. You still want some comfort, but matter of creating some discomfort in the muscle to make that change. Okay. Because what happens is, is we get stuck into our routines and we tend to favor what we are good at instead of challenging ourselves. And, and the discomfort, we need to learn to live with a little bit of that discomfort. When we're talking discomfort, we're talking about that muscle fatigue or that difficult of, difficultness of doing an activity. Yes, difficultness is a word, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyways. So changing your position, widening, narrowing, you can elevate or kind of incline or decline positions to make it more challenging or to give it a different perception on, on the movement. Another one that I, I really like is going unilateral, all right? A little harder for some things in, in the upper body, but if you actually have a dumbbell or something like that, going into a unilateral bench press motion, Okay, let's say you're supported on a ball or, again, we'll say a chair or coffee table, something like that. Then you have to stabilize a little bit more because you're only having the movement of the one side. So you're engaging a little bit more core for the upper body. In the lower body, you have the same, same effect. You're challenging the one side to have to do all the work that you would have normally done. So a great example of this is instead of doing uh, your double-legged squats, you can go into a split squat or even onto a lunge position which causes the one leg to do the majority, if not all of the work, depending on the variation that you choose, all right? 
if you're already incorporating some unilateral movements, you can incorporate a little bit more with the how you're changing where the weight of the is, if that makes sense. So let's say you have uh, you're doing lunges and you normally have like a goblet position or right here in front of the chest, like you're holding a goblet and you're doing that. Okay, so that weight stays nice and centered, right? What if we take it and put it in one hand and put it off to the side? That's going to have to create a little bit more stability because it's going to cause you to pull to one side. If I have it in my right hand, it's going to pull me to my right, and I have to stabilize so I don't fall over. Well, yeah, welcome, Joe. Thank you for hopping on live. Thank you for commenting. So that getting pulled over is going to have to create a different challenge on the body in that situation. You can play with it being on the opposite side of the leg that you're working. You can play with it on the, the same side. The opposite side is going to create a little bit more of that rotational torque or that rotational uh, deviation, which you're going to have to stabilize, which engage more core. But you can play with where you're putting that weight. Another cool and variation, if you have like a bag or, um, <clears throat> you know, it could be a big bag of rice, or if you actually have a sandbag at home, that works great. That gives you a little shifting weight which creates a little bit of instability with the weight, which means you have to increase the activation of the muscles in order to better stabilize those, okay? Love sandbags. If you have a big enough, you go to Costco or, or Sam's Club and you get one of those big, big bags of, of rice, that could be an awesome thing to throw over the shoulder while you're doing some of your exercises, okay? Because it's got gonna have a little shift to it because it's not gonna be perfectly balanced like a dumbbell or a kettlebell or even a barbell, right? That's why if you if you go to hardcore uh, gyms, you'll see chains and bands and all this other stuff because it provides a different variability to the movement than just the pure plates and and the bars and the dumbbells and the kettlebells. So you'll see a lot of different things like that. All right, we can do that same thing with stuff at home, right? So we talked about changing up the reps. We talked about changing up the sets. We talked about changing up position. I uh, didn't really talk about this, but it's obvious you can change the weights, right? You can find different household items at home that weigh differently, that may that increase it. One of the best ways that I find is of increase in finding things that are, are creating something that's heavier is taking a backpack and filling it up, a duffel bag and filling it up with books and, and, and other things. Um like I said, I mentioned just a minute ago, that bag of rice creates a nice thing. If you can get a really big one, that works great. You can get creative in creating your own tools. Just the other day, I, I was looking to, to get something to work a little bit more on my on my deadlifting. So I went to Lowe's. I bought a four to five foot dowel rod. Uh, it's about an inch and a half in diameter or radius, whatever. Um, geometry wasn't my best subject. Anyways, but it was diameter. So about an inch and a half in diameter, I put two eyelet screws on each end and then I attached bands to it. So then I can step on the band and now I have my bar like item in my hand and I'm able to go through those deadlifts. So you can get creative uh, if you like doing some med ball throws and whatnot. So for, for that, you can take an old basketball if you have, take a little hole in it, fill it with something heavy, sand works great, uh, could get get away with, with something out in the backyard, maybe some dirt or something like that. 
and and then you just glue that spot maybe tape it up a little bit so it doesn't the glue holds better and now you've got a med ball that you can take and you can throw up into the into the air to create a little bit of more power move exercise or if excuse me if you have a nice solid brick wall or concrete wall or something you can take that and you can do throws into the wall right the basketball's got a nice bounce to it so it's not going to destroy the basketball it's meant to be hit into into something hard right and then you got some weight to it right and and whatnot and you can play with you can set up according to how much weight you want in it by using a scale okay so there's some some be creative with some of the things you can do and 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 whatnot but obviously increasing the weight is another way of getting progression in into your into your home exercise now the one thing that I really wanted to talk about and it kind of gets into what Joe had asked and posed in his question about isometrics is tempo work. All right. Tempo work is essentially the amount of time that you spend under tension. Okay. There's lots of different, you can do quick, you can speed up things. You hear about runners changing up tempo, right? They're changing up their cadence or something along those lines to, to, to improve their ability to, to run the pace that they're looking to run. Okay. But in a strength training world, we're talking about how much time are we going into a concentric and or an eccentric and concentric phases, right? Or how much time are we holding an isometric hold? So real fast, concentric is when you are working against gravity. Okay. So in a squat is when you're coming back up and a bench press is when you're coming, coming back up to the top. All right, most of the time that's the case, not always. That's concentric movement, all right, or a, a positive movement. The other one is an eccentric movement, which is when you are, are letting gravity win, essentially, okay, in a controlled manner, or you're, you're going into the negative part of the lift. All right, so then you can play with those two things by slowing down the concentric phase you are increasing the engagement of the muscle active the muscles that are being active all right you're having to recruit more muscles because a slower movement needs more control and is more challenging to those muscles because they have to own every little bit of movement every single inch that you go down or you come back up from that bottom of the squat those muscles have to control that position and have to own it okay the way that the brain works is it recruits the the main movers first okay or the another way it create it it's going to get different types of muscles involved is a real simple way of getting it and it's going to progressively get more and more of the muscle fibers involved. Okay. As we control it, we get more and more of those muscles involved. So you're getting a greater activation overall from that muscle. That's probably the simplest way to put it. All right. You get the same effect when you're doing it eccentrically. You get more muscle engagement. But what's been really shown to be nice about the slower controlled eccentric movement is that produces the most muscle fiber 
uh, I don't like the word damage, but essentially that is what ha what is going to increase muscle growth. All right, you have to have things to break down. It's got to break down a little bit in order to be built back up. All right, that's usually that muscle damage is what will lead to you being sore the next day. Doesn't necessarily mean so, but oftentimes that's what it that's what it indicates. All right, but that's usually a good thing. So muscle soreness is a type of pain, but it is usually a good sign that you've done something, that you challenged yourself, that you've progressed something, okay, to make an adaptation in your body. So the more you slow that down as you're getting into the bottom of the position of whatever exercise it may be, you're increasing the muscle engagement and also the spikes and not let gravity win too quickly. And which is why you get more pulling on the fibers that are trying to contract the muscle while at the same time lengthen because usually as you're letting gravity win muscles have to lengthen but if you're doing it in a controlled manner they're also having to contract some and so you're getting this contracting while lengthening which is what causes in theory is what causes the the increase in hypertrophy or that muscle growth all right the last thing about tempo is you can have isometric holds Okay, so isometric hold, you can hold at any point in the position of the movement, but obviously the most challenging is going to be at the bottom position. In a squat, it's going to be when you're down at the bottom of the squat, okay, or somewhere ideally below, below 90 degrees of hip. So the thigh should be parallel or left or closer to the ground. All right, so that isometric hold gets you to own that position. It increases muscle activity, and it really improves the strength in those positions. By improving the strength in those positions, you improve, especially if you're at the bottom or at the top of a movement, depending on, on what exercise, then you are improving the muscle strength at that position and owning that position. By owning that position, you make the transition in and out of that position easier. Okay. So in a squat, you get to that bottom position and you hold two seconds, three, maybe up to five seconds. Then you come back out of it. You're owning that position. You're creating more tension. Okay, Ten, time under tension is what helps muscles to develop and get stronger. It's going to challenge the muscles in a way that will provide you with the provide you with the best progression or the best improvement that you're looking for, all right? So 
And a pull-up is so one example where that's why I said top or bottom. So a pull-up, if you're pulling yourself up to the top, hold, learning to hold that position, but also learning how to do not just a dead hang where you're just letting relax down at the bottom, but holding that bottom position where you're in that there nice and solid at the bottom and you have everything engaged and not just being arms being dead, holding those two positions can get you a much better transition at the top and at the bottom of your pull-up. All right. So you can use that in in different exercises in different ways. Push-ups, you can do that at the bottom. At the top is usually not much of a challenge, except for you are getting some of that engagement of the of the plank and so in, involving the core and that stability, the aspect there. So and you can play with again the positions of those to to make that challenging, that isometric more challenging as well. Right. So if a squat at the bottom of your squat you, becomes easy, you start playing with doing a single leg squat and holding nice metric holds in different positions. All right. So combining all that information, we'll stick with with a squat. Great, great way of challenging yourself or a great way to continue progressing, starting off with just doing body weight squats. Let's say you're getting three sets of 15 or 20 in. All right. That becomes easy. Then let's go. All right. Let's find our five pounds of, you know, five pound dumbbell if we have it or not. Find five pounds of a bag of rice, right? Can of, um, some beans or load up a backpack with about five pounds, five can, cans of beans. That'll give you about five pounds. You can strap it to your chest. You can squat. All right. Something on those lines. So that now you've increased the, the, the weight, but you're still doing the same sets and reps. All right, then we can change up the sets and reps. We can decrease the reps a little bit, increase the sets some more to create a different challenge as we increase the weight as well. So those are the three typical ones that people will do. But then we can still, let's say we have that five pound uh, backpack that we've created, whether it's a bag of rice or whether it's a backpack with, with cans of soup or cans of beans in it. You can then change a position and change the tempo. So for what we'll start with is let's do a five second count, slow down to the bottom, hold for two seconds, and then come back up five seconds. All right. Or probably a little bit easier to start with would be a, a decent of three seconds, hold for a second or two at the bottom, and then a, a faster raising up again. Okay. And you can play with those different variations of all right, maybe maybe you um, are holding for longer and not taking as long to get down there, or maybe you're you're exploding up again. Okay, so we've talked about how being explosive in some of those positions can be very beneficial for your power. All right, so it depends on what your your goal is in that. So making sure you're clear, and if you're working the tempo into a faster position, that's be more of a power exercise or explosive position to help help generate that power. But we need, if we're specifically focused on strengthening, then we're looking for that controlled movement to develop more muscle, all right? We have to have strength first to create resiliency in the muscles. And then I usually recommend people going into more of a power exercise, all right? If you don't have the strength, you, don't, you can't generate the force in order to be explosive, all right? So, 
then once that squat becomes easy and you've changed the tempo and messed with that, then you go into change or um, sorry, once you've messed with the tempo, then you can start changing the position. You can get into a split squat with having rear foot elevated behind you, putting it on a stool or a chair or something like that and doing squats that way. Now you've challenged the body again by making it have to do one leg with the same amount of weight with the same amount of reps. And again, in those positions, you can change reps and sets and weights accordingly. All right, so that's just some examples of, of what you can do. All right, if you guys have any questions, please let me know. Hopefully you found this helpful. Hopefully you guys, if you need some help figuring out something, some resistance things for, for the exercises you're doing, if you need help with anything training-wise, please reach out to me. I'm glad to give you some tips. The more people that are asking questions and whatnot, the more engagement everybody gets, the more we all learn about how to take care of our bodies, which is the most important thing in golf because it's one of the few things that's get used on every single swing. So let's take care of it. Let's learn how to take care of it. All right, guys, be safe. Hey guys, if you enjoyed this content, please give us a five star rating on iTunes so that we can get this in front of more people. Thank you. Do you want to take your fitness to the next level? Join our Golf Fitness Tips Facebook group to learn more about how you can improve your fitness and improve your golf game by upping your potential through mobility, strengthening, and wellness tips. Again, our Facebook group is Golf Fitness Tips. We'll see you there. Have a good one.